Good morning. Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen to you today, so expect miracles. Thank you for joining us today. Faith in the Morning exists to help you start your day with faith and encouragement, and that's exactly what's going to happen today. Happy Holy Week. Thank you so much for streaming Faith in the Morning today. In the show notes in the description, you'll see our 2023 Faith Family Confession, as well as the link to watch my interview with Kelly Copeland. I have the great honor and privilege of being her guest on The Kelly Show this week. So if you haven't watched it, go ahead and stream. I've already heard so much great feedback for so many of you who watched it. And if you haven't watched it, I encourage you to go watch it. It is available through this Saturday. And tonight, look, uh, at Faith, we have our midweek experience. It's an online midweek experience. We'll be continuing walking through the book of 1 John. Well, let's go to Mark chapter 11. And this week, as Holy Week, we've been walking through some of the last teachings and things of Jesus. And let's look at Mark chapter 11. And let's go to verse 11. This is on Palm Sunday, and we've talked about Palm Sunday for the last few days. Mark chapter 11, verse 11. And Jesus went into Jerusalem and into the temple. And so when he looked around at all things. Notice this. He looked at everything. As the hour was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Of course, Bethany is where Lazarus and his sisters lived, and this is where his home base was for these few days. And then now on the next day, when they had come out of Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he could find something on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to it, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. And his disciples heard it. So they came to Jerusalem. Pause. So notice, Jesus has passed this tree, coming from Bethany, into Jerusalem, into the temple. Leaves the temple passes this tree, goes to Bethany again. And the next morning, he goes to this tree again. So he's passed by this tree two different times at least, maybe more. And remember, he's already gone to the temple once. So everything we're about to see with this tree and this temple is not Jesus' first time encountering these things. Now, why did Jesus do what he did? Did he just do stuff to do it? No. He said, I only say what I hear my father say. I only do what I see him do. So what Jesus is about to say to the fig tree is in response to his time with the Father. What Jesus is about to do with the temple, which we'll cover tomorrow, is in response to his time with the Father. And so he passes by this fig tree and speaks these simple words, these nine words in the King James, ten if you include Anne. And he speaks to it, and his disciples heard him. Now, obviously, nothing happened immediately, because if it happened immediately, everybody would have said something. Now, when we look into it, uh, later, it happened by the next day, so it happened within 24 hours. Now, you have to imagine if you're one of the apostles, disciples walking with Jesus and seeing Jesus speak to a tree, you're like, dude, bro, what are you doing? Why are you talking to trees? Okay, yeah, you talk to the wind and the waves and calm down, but why are you talking to plants now? You're hungry, you're talking to plants. This seems kind of weird, but they noticed it, they saw it, and they kept moving. We'll get to the cleansing of the temple tomorrow, so let's skip down to verse 20. Now in the morning, as they passed by, so notice, they passed, they passed by that night when they went by, but they didn't see anything or say anything. But the next day, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you curse has withered away. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. So say it out loud, put it in the chat, say, have faith in God. God. Come on, say it out loud, put it in the chat. Say, have faith in God. 
For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So these words, these simple words to the mountain and these simple words to the fig tree, where do they come from? Do we just make them up? Do we just pick our own words? No. These words that we're supposed to speak to situations come from our time with the Father. So our speaking to the trees in our lives that need to go, or speaking to the mountains in our life that need to go, it doesn't, our faith is not supposed to be in those words. Our faith is not in faith. Our faith is in God. And there's some situations in your life that you need to speak to today. So today, take some time to pray and ask God, what should I say to this situation? What should I say about this situation? And when he gives you those words to say, you speak those words out and you thank God that it's done. You say, well, you know, I'm in this situation right now. I got this negative doctor report. What should I do? Have faith in God. Well, did you see the news this week? What should we do? Have faith in God. Did you hear about the economy? What should I do? Have faith in God in God. He said, well, all these things are going on around me. What should I do? Have faith in God. No matter what you're facing, no matter what you're dealing with, no matter what's surrounding you, the answer is have faith in God. You know, there was an old general in the church of the Lord who's gone home to be with the Lord, mighty man of God, who used to say, you don't have any problems. All you need is faith in God. And what do you say about this? Your problems have to bow to faith in God. And so how does this faith operate? You take time. You spend time with God. You hear from him. You get your marching orders. You speak to the situation and you expect it to be done. And notice when you study this part out in the Gospels, it says that the tree dried up from the roots. So the words you speak in faith by the leading of the Spirit of God go to the root of your situation and cause your situation to dry up from the roots. So just because you say something and it doesn't happen immediately, don't think it didn't work. It's going to the root of the situation. What are you supposed to do after that? Do whatever God's told you to do. Stay in a place of praise. As we talked about earlier this week, praise positions you for prophetic fulfillment. Stay in a place of praise. Stay in a place of hope. Stay in a place of expectation. Keep being obedient to the Spirit of God. Keep being faithful. And what God told you to say will come to pass. You know, it tells us Psalm 103, the angels hearken to the voice of his word. When you put God's word in your mouth, angels will listen to you. So do not fret. Don't be worried. God is working some great things in your life. And so what I said earlier, I say again, have faith in God because something good is going to happen to you today. So expect miracles. Thank you for joining me today. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, and check out my special interview with Kelly Copeland this week on The Kelly Show. Have a great day. God bless.